everyone, and welcome to the first of a series of three podcasts that focus on the development of leadership skills. My name's Jan Orford, and I will once again be your host. Today, I'm delighted to introduce Dr. Louise Horstman-Toff. Louise is a registered psychologist and higher education teacher, a learning specialist who has extensive experience delivering teaching and learning materials tailored to a range of learning needs. Louise is the course coordinator for the Master of Health Care Leadership and the Director of Postgraduate Studies in the School of Health and Human Sciences at Southern Cross University. Louise has an abiding interest in leadership and in the many ways it is expressed and understood, especially in the healthcare setting. Hi Louise, and thank you so much for your time today. Hi Jan, lovely to be here. Thank you. I would like to start the session by asking you some questions about leadership and how our members may be able to develop their leadership skills. And I guess a good place to start is if you could tell us what is leadership? Thank you, Jan. That's a very interesting question because, of course, we think about leadership in many ways. It, it does come in many forms and many guises. And some think that it's a characteristic with which you're born. Others see it as part and parcel of a role in which you're employed, so it's a positional role. Some think of leadership as having to be charismatic, while others speak of different forms like transformational or or transactional. Um, For me, leadership is when your actions inspire others to dream more, do more and become more. It's an ability to hold that vision and to inspire, inspire those around you to believe in it as well. So it's, it's really believing very strongly in health about something in particular. So I would imagine health education and diabetes education and being able to inspire those around you to espouse the same values. It does demand excellent communication skills. And I don't just mean the reading and the writing ones, but especially the listening skills. And so for me, leadership is an action which is relational. And it has an emphasis on building shared understandings so that you are able to change and go with change, especially in challenging situations and with challenging issues. Thanks, Louise. As you may or may not know, CDEs work in a variety of clinical disciplines and in a variety of health settings. Um, So I just wonder, in your view, what does leadership look like in health? I think leadership is a set of skills And I think that there are some really important skills that you can develop um, as a leader. Some of those have to do with your own personal capabilities. So that's a willingness to learn from, from errors, basically, to be able to take on feedback, to be calm under pressure. I think that's a very important one. To have perseverance, to be responsible, to want to have a good job and to do a good job, and to understand your own strengths and weaknesses. And I think it's also important to have a sense of humour and perspective. Then there are those interpersonal capabilities, and we spoke a little bit about them, those real good abilities with interpersonal communication, their ability to work with people regardless of where they come from, what stand, whether they're above you or below you or next to you, um, being able to work with diversity, listening, 
networking well, being a team player and understanding organizations. And I think for a leader, it's quite important to be able to be in a setting where people may not necessarily agree with you and not to be intimidated. Of course, you need a whole lot of cognitive capabilities as well. You need to be able to set priorities, see the key points, be able to be diagnostic in your approach and to adjust your plans in practice to be an independent thinker sometimes, and I think always to be creative and enterprising. And then if you're not able to organize and manage your workload and be able to use IT and be able to continue learning and going for professional development, um, it's very, very difficult to sustain any of the leadership skills that you're developing. Thank you for that. So I guess just following on from that, do you think leaders are, are born leaders or do you think that people can develop leadership skills? Oh, Jan, I think there's some people who just show leadership from a very early age. But I do believe, as I said before, there are many leadership skills that can be taught and can be developed. And so um, I'm thinking of the ability perhaps to be a critical thinker and to use clinical reasoning in areas, being able to look at a whole lot of information and synthesize it and extrapolate ideas, being open to those ideas and being eager for lifelong learning. I think being able to self-motivate, be self-aware and to self-regulate is important. I think we develop resilience and so we work towards mastery rather than performance. Um, Very important is able to give feedback, constructive feedback and also to receive it and being able to be collaborative and adaptable. So I think these are skills that can definitely be taught and um, they certainly are part of the courses that I run. Thank you for that, Louise. So Can you tell me, why do you think it's important for CDEs to develop leadership skills? I believe that there are a good many reasons why CDEs should develop the leadership skills. By their very nature and by the very nature of their roles, they are taking the lead in discussions with clients, with colleagues, with health providers, the public, to demonstrate their expertise, their wisdom, their knowledge and their compassion when they provide diabetes education. So I think they need to have um, a personal self-awareness, very good self-management and the presence to be able to deal with a wide range of people in a wide range of situations. As I said before, they need to have outstanding communication skills so they can get the message across to that wide range of people. And they also need those leadership skills we spoke of before so that they can do their jobs well. I think that the job of developing is probably never done and that we're always working towards the mastery each and every day of our lives. We've talked mainly about leadership today, but I was wondering if you could just um, clarify for us what the difference is between leadership and management, if indeed there is one. Jan, very interesting question. And, And I think that while there are distinct differences between leadership and management, I also think that there's leadership in good management and management in good leadership. If I were to differentiate them, I would see management in health focusing on explicit and relatively concrete features, such as the structure and the processes and the measures. I think it's a task-related action, and it happens at particular points, and it's also often based on a relevant authority, whereas leadership is more relational and inspirational. It's an action that's related to building shared understandings or a vision, if you like, And it works towards change, especially when one is dealing with challenging issues or situations. Louise, we've actually covered quite a lot of information today. And I know that 
there are some references which I understand will go up on the site in relation to this podcast that people can refer back to um, for information because it is a complex and I think a fascinating subject. And because we've covered so much information today, I wonder if you could tell us what your take-home messages are for our members in this situation. I think they would be those messages that I give myself regularly to be the leader that I would like to follow or work for, to continue to work on my communication skills because I don't believe that job is ever done, and to face the challenges with courage, with resolve and with compassion. Thank you, Louise. I really am very grateful on behalf of ADA and our members to, uh, for your time today, and I thank you very much for that. And it really has been great hearing your experience and, and your knowledge of leadership, which is obviously very uh, lengthy and, and profound. I think this podcast has given our members a great understanding of leadership and what they need to do to help develop their skills in this area. And I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I hope you'll join us for the next one in a fortnight's time when we'll be talking with Jamie Rossborough about her journey towards a leadership role in the clinical setting. So thank you again, Louise, for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you and good luck to everyone. Thank you. And we'll see the members again in March, same time, same channel. And bye for now.